Go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is the Wrestling Show. If you find us on the interwebs, check, uh, Google us at the KF Podcast. Uh, we'll show up in your podcast catcher. We'll show up on YouTube, social media, whatnot. And you can follow us and see what all we do there. Um, yeah. yeah. A lot of wrestling. A lot of stuff to talk about. So I kind of figured we'll go back and forth a little bit between AWWE. We'll kind of go mm. through the weekend. So that's why I kind of wanted to start. But we'll get into it because there's a lot to cover. We'll kind of start on Friday, the Friday before before me. Okay. Which is one of the worst television rest, televised wrestling shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Friday Night that SmackDown. Yes. Yeah, that was a disgrace. We won't even waste a lot of time on it. We have a lot to get through. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'll say of that is that it's a fucking crime that Balor and Ricochet were not on the Mania card. That they, mm-hmm. were, that they weren't on there at all. Balor got to be in a... The Battle Royal, and they got thrown out by Madcap Moss or whatever. I can't believe they, they had him one day. Yeah, so stupid. And then Let's not um, forget he threw AJ Styles out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. They and must then, be planning something for this goof. Which, he's, honestly, he's <laughs> not a bad wrestler. If he's he not. Would, it's just a stupid gimmick. It's the gimmick. If they would change it, the guy has potential and skill. He's got size. He's a strong guy. But, like, Madcap Moss wearing suspenders, he's it's hot. so stupid. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's a shame. Um, especially with, well, we'll get to it when we get to uh, Mania. But um, yeah, so that was that was forgettable. Um, Rampage, I think the only thing worth of note on there is did you see Sammy and Ty Conte destroy Dan Lambert's car with sledgehammers? No, I missed this. They, they do a segment where they stood there and they, run, they were out in the parking lot with like Alex Marvez and they were like, hey, Lambert, and they just start beating the shit out of his like, his nice sports car with sledgehammers. No one calls the cops. No one tried to run to the back to stop them. They just stood in the ring going like, oh no, oh no. And I'm like, well, run out there. You know, and, and it's just so bad. Ty Conti almost killed herself with a sledgehammer multiple times because it almost bounced back and hit her in the face. So it was terrible. Those two are the worst thing on AEW. They're the worst. Yes. If no one learned that, remember when Rollins and Becky were on screen yes. together, yes. or Cody and Carmella now, or not Cody, Carmella and, and uh, Corey. Corey. It, it, no one likes it because we don't care about your real relationship. Yeah, I'd rather see Triple H make out with a dead cheerleader. Than it's just <laughs> obnoxious. It makes you look like a total idiot. Yeah, and then all she does online is like. Yell at people and go, Are you mad? Oh, you don't like us? Like, shut up, man. You got to, like, it's let just it go. That no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. No one's mad. No one cares. Right. I, uh, yeah. And, you know, they're, I know we don't want to skip ahead too much, but they did their segment this week where they're pulling the cards and she's not even pulling the cards. It's yeah, just no bad. one cares. It's bad. It's bad. They're terrible. It's bad and you should feel bad. I guess the big thing that happened Friday then was um, there was the ROH Supercard of Honor. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go through all of it because a lot of it I didn't even know, but it seemed to me like it was a lot of newly signed AEW guys fighting <laughs> ROH all the guys. RH Taking I, all the ROH titles. I think it was just Tony Khan setting up where they want to do. Like, and if we want to just talk about the title, like Minoru Suzuki having the, the ROH television That's champion awesome. is exciting and awesome. Like, I can't wait to see him defend it. Okay. Um, I'm surprised that Wheeler Yuta uh, took that pure title. The pure title, which I think is great. Was, for yeah, that was interesting. I'm, 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 I'm liking that where that's going. Actually, agreed. See, a lot of those RH guys. Do you think they're going to sign those guys? I because that was their last stint. Yes. Right. I don't think so. Like, I don't think you see Rhett Titus or the Briscoes. Unfortunately, 
Um, I think the, the, I think they want the Briscoes, but there's all that. Yeah, there's yeah, no shit going on, which is ridiculous. But I also think that the Briscoes are putting in the work in social media. To, they're to trying correct. really hard. He apologized. What more do you want from a person than an apology getting, and a donation? Move on from it. And they're taking pictures with like every time they're seeing people of the LBGTQ community, they're like taking pictures together. And Watch the WWE come in and sign the Briscoes just to spite them. <laughs> hey, if they do, they're not going to use them right. But whatever, like that's fine. I'd still like to see the Briscoes somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Not just on, uh, yeah, nowhere. They're not on GCW right now, mostly. Yeah. Um, so, so let's talk about. I went and I heard a lot about this match, so I went and found and I watched it. Which one? Briscoes and FTR. Okay, I didn't watch it yet. I, I went and found it. I heard it was good. It was fantastic. It I, was. It was fantastic. I mean, it was. It was really like hard hitting, but it wasn't too much of the blood for no reason mm -hmm. like Dax got a little bloody on his head yeah. and had some blood around it but it wasn't like all oh, we're cutting and bleeding crazy yeah. but it, and it was just it was no like flips and stuff it was just like hard hitting pounding really going at each other match and it was really good I mean I like the Briscoes were the only thing I used to like about RH when I used to watch them five years ago was was the Briscoes no whenever me Brock and Rob Craig would be on the front row yeah I mean I, I liked them then and I always have liked them I think they're good I think that AEW should sign them now again I don't know if AEW would totally use them right either because FTR they've taken a while to get they're finally starting to do with FTR which they should have done with FTR yeah. instead of them being in stupid groups and not being on TV for months at a time, you know, yeah. so it was good. I agree. If you have a chance to watch it, watch right it. Now it feels like. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing a good thing now. So if you have a chance to watch that Briscoe's FDR match, I would I would watch it. Okay. Um, I know they did a one. I thought it was the better than the Young Bucks Briscoe FTR, which was last night, okay. which was also good, but I thought this one was. Their styles work better, better together because they were all bruisers. They yeah. were all wrestling the same way. This match reminded me of my favorite tag match that I can remember in the past five years was when they were doing that invasion sort of thing for Survivor Series for the NXT, and the Revival, FTR, uh, came down and wrestled Red Dragon, uh, okay. which was the Undisputed Era at the time. Yeah. And they wrestled for like a half hour of NXT, uh -huh. and it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like... Because they, again, match up really well the way they work. Yeah. You know. So. Um, and then the big thing at Supercard of Honor was obviously the debut of Samoa Joe. Which I thought the way they did it was good. Like, really, I think it's what we thought the Cody, you know, we talked about possibly Cody showing up there. Um, but I like it. We did also, too, the women's interim champion is now Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. I'm, I would like to see Deanna Perrazzo wrestle. Yeah. She's got the real ROH, but, you know. Yeah. She's hurt, though, right? No, she's an impact. She's the impact. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and she's the AAA champion, too. Okay. Um, but. Um, um, Jay yeah, Lethal's heel now, and he has. He was kind of teasing it, like, with all the losses. You know they they were alluding to it, but yeah, him and but I don't know where Sanjay is, Dutt came from. Yeah, I don't, yeah where did he, they find him? <laughs> Wasn't yeah. he a producer at WWE up until a couple months ago? I think so. Did Jay Lethal win the title? No. So Jonathan Gresham is still the ROH champion. He won off of Bandito. Yeah, he's the Bandito lost the belt. Yeah. They unified those belts. Yeah. So Gresham is the ROH champion. Gresh, Lethal wants to fight Gresham for the belts. 
And then, and but then Joe also wants to fight. Lethal is another one that I don't think has been. He's lost on TV like three weeks in a row on Dynamite. Yeah, and now then he they, has something to do at least. Now he has something to yeah. do at least. Maybe he'll be able to get some wins and do something better with him. Because I like Lethal a lot. I've always liked him. He yeah, was he's a, he's a great. Talent. He was my favorite part of Impact for years. Yeah, Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. So. And Joe's there. Jamo look. Joe looks good. Jamo. Jamo. You know he's big. <laughs> My thing with Samoa Joe is I hope he can stay healthy. Because he's really been plagued with injuries. He has. I mean, he's been having a lot of problems staying healthy. I think that the AEW uh, kind of formula that they do for new guys is they're on, then they're off for a couple weeks, they're on. Might be good for him. But AEW also lets people... Injuries are scary there because they go all out. Oh, I know. You know, where mm-hmm. they're not kind of protected in some fashion. And I, Joe's I a hardcore Joe guy. That stuff. He'll slow them down. As Joe's a veteran, a, he'll. Joe's a talent. I hope he's used well. I mean, Joe's a great. I would rather see Joe more on if they do a new RH show. Yeah, I think he'd there. be the head of Because I think he's never going to get near. With everybody that there is on Dynamite nowadays, I don't know if he gets near the main title ever. But I could see him be an ROH world champion. Yeah, if I he agree. goes on there. Yeah, got so, it for. So good for Joe. We'll see what he does. Um, gave a great interview where he's like, "I don't, I don't give a shit about friends. I'm just yeah. here to hurt people." And Tony Khan's like, "Oh." <laughs> well, I like too. He's like, you know, the mentor, the friend, the you know, whatever. He's like, he's gone. I just want to win all the belts. Yeah. I want to beat people up and win belts. Like, which is mm-hmm. what you yeah. want to hear from a wrestler, not yeah, what you want to definitely hear. So. You don't want to see him outside in the rain in a raincoat being an announcer. Why <laughs> uh, not? Who was outside in a raincoat being a? He was the. Remember when the the WrestleMania oh, got rained right. out? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. well, it was raining. Yeah. All right, so that was all like the Friday stuff. That's, that was just Friday. That was just Friday. Friday. A lot happened Friday. So we'll get into Mania now. Now, you didn't watch Mania, so this will be hard. It's not going to be hard. I know the gist of what happened. I have I have things that I would, you know. So it's stooges. We'll kind of go through this, some of the other ones faster, and spend more time with the big stuff. But um, it was two nights. So the Saturday night, the first match was the Usos. And um, against Nakamura and Boogs, and Rick Boogs got hurt. I heard about that. Midway that's, through this. And it looked bad. It looked bad, and that's why it ended in the Usos retained. But it looked bad. Like, I don't know, that was kind of a, a goofy spot. I don't know why they thought that was going to work, where he jumped on another guy. And, yeah. You know, and it's it was hard for it. He slipped, you know, so that was a, that was a dangerous spot. And so mm-hmm. you could tell he was really hurt. But we, I was glad the Usos retained. It was just okay. Um the Corbin McIntyre match I thought was actually for a terrible build. It actually was a good match. And, it was uh, a terrible build, but it was the only match other than the main event with build. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then um, Drew won, and then that sword bit was silly when he cut the ropes. So, so did they have to change? Well, I guess they do some no, of the video packages. It was just a release, is all it was. Oh, so. so it must have been a trigger where they hit it and they just released. Okay, which in. Fast motion, it looked fine. Yeah, you couldn't really yeah. tell. But then they kept showing it on replay, and you could totally tell that, like, it <laughs> okay. just was like, and the sword, like, bounces right off of it. You okay. know? So sometimes you have it to. It didn't re- get the bottom rope. 
No, and it didn't get the bottom back right. off that. I'm like, oh, he could have impaled himself with that stupid thing. With that stupid sword. The, where is that the, the sword, sword stick going to be over? Is he going to really kill someone? Like, is he going to kill Mad Cameron? <laughs> I think it's probably going to end when he starts getting probably feuding with Roman here. So, well, who knows? I mean, they love gimmicks like that, you know. They sell, probably Props. sell... Especially for like figures, you can get. It comes oh, with they do. They have a bunch. Every yeah. McIntyre now comes with a sword. Yeah, and a kilt. <laughs> um, next, we had the Miz and Logan Paul versus Dominique and Ray. Dominique. And I thought Logan Paul did a did a did a <laughs> Dominic. Sorry, <laughs> I thought Logan Paul did a fantastic job. I saw his um, his suplex, his Eddie Guerrero suplexes. It was really good, and his frog splash looked good too. It was really yeah. good. Like 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 Jim Cornette said, sign this guy and like he's a natural heel. And even better in the pre-show, his brother Jake uh-huh. was outside talking to the crowd, and he was roasting fans. And I'm like, he's better than almost ninety percent of the roster on the micro. Like he was turning around, going, "Yeah, you suck. I'll kick your ass, fat guy." And then, you know, and, and the crowd was like fuming over the heat, you know. But then they kind of looked like they turned Logan because the Miz turned on him, which I'm like, you have a great heel here. I don't know why you want to try to make this guy like a face at all, but you know. I heard that was part of his his thing is he didn't want to be a heel, a heel the entire time. So he might come back and fight the Miz as a good guy. Probably, yeah, but he's good. I think he did a great job. This went really went really well for a celebrity match. It was mm-hmm. it was good. Crowd liked it too. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Next match, I think, was one of the better wrestling matches of the whole weekend was Becky versus Bian- Bianca. Yep. It was it was great. As far as a solid wrestling match, it was probably the best of the yeah. entire card. Yeah, for women, women, I mean, these two women can go. They are really, really good. Yes, I they mean, can. They, they really make other women look bad with some of this stuff. Bianca's so good, and Becky's such mm-hmm. a great talent, too. It went, it went well, and the ending, the finish was good. I was surprised that they had Bianca win. Me too. They love Bianca, man. They they really chumped out Becky pretty bad. Yeah, well, you know, Bianca's between Monday, you know, and then into that, it was just yeah. Becky's the kind of character can take it. You know, she'll have her time again. She ain't going anywhere. She'll be. Yeah, they might repackage her a little bit too. I think the big time thing wasn't getting over as well as the man. Yeah, she should go back to being the man again. She can't because of Ric Flair. Because of Ric Flair. Um. So then next we had the big event, the talked about item over the weekend. Um, we had Rollins with a mystery opponent, and then it actually ended up being Cody Rhodes. Um, Which I convinced myself was not going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen. You guys all did. I was like, if it, it's too... Me and Brock were like, he was like a couple second delay after me, uh-huh. so we were trying not to spoil it. Yeah. And when that music hit, like, I was like stunned stunned by it you know and the crazy thing about this is like first of all let me just say i thought this was fantastic like i am i shit on cody a lot in aew some of the things he did i am totally on the cody train now mark i know i'm totally a cody mark now and and i'll explain it but he really won me over with a lot of the things he said in podcasts and all that we'll get to that we'll get to that but like you know, I'll, I'll quickly say you know what made me a Cody Mark is the AEW marks just completely turning on him, burning his pictures and all that, and his figures yeah, his shirt, and, his and all that, which is like seven or eight years old now. At this yeah, point. yeah. <laughs> now when he, so when he came out, like I was like I didn't want to say anything to ruin it for Brock, and I was trying to hear if he had heard it, and I was like Brock, 
Are you singing this? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, now we can be like, holy fuck. Now we can talk about it. You know, the amazing thing to me about it is I, I can't remember the last time I saw where someone came from a rival company exactly the same. Yes. Like, yeah. I know the Hardys have the Hardy music, yeah, but, but it's, it's like public domain music. Yeah. And, like, they're the Hardys, not the Hardy Boys. It's different logos. Mm-hmm. Like, it's exactly the same. It's yeah. It's the same song, same entrance, same logo, and you're like, mm-hmm. same outfit. Like, you're like, yeah. wow, like, nothing changed. They literally bought the whole entire package. Yep. It was surreal, like Corey Graves said as he was coming down to the ring. It just felt like an AEW guy was there to fight Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, showed up from AEW to fight him there. And, uh, I mean, the crowd went fucking nuts for it and mm-hmm. loved it, which if you, I listened to his interview, and he said, I guess he said, he told Brandy, if this goes south, keep the bus running. He's <laughs> like, because we're getting the hell out of here. He's like, in case this goes bad, and they're all like, he's like, the other thing was, I didn't know if, like, the wrestlers are gonna like all attack me and be like, "We don't like you anymore. You're from the enemy." Yeah, kind of thing. Well, you hear that story about Jericho going to from WCW yeah. to WWE. You hear a lot of that from old timers. But and then the match itself was was great. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, they after the match, Cody was like bruised all over his body. Like it wasn't like fake blood or like cutting. Like mm-hmm. they really yeah. they really went to work on each other. And Rollins was fantastic. Seth Rollins brought the best match out of Cody Rhodes in five years. He did. Yes. 100%. 100%. I also My favorite th- thing, too. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I think Seth knew that he had to to, to prove to himself. Like, yeah. I think that was not yeah. like, you know, he's wrestled Kenny Omega three times in New Japan. He wrestled yeah. some top guys mm-hmm. in AEW. Like, I think to prove to, you know, whoever his loyalty lies, I think it's he's, he had to get a good match out of it, the best match he could possibly get out of. Yeah. What, what I loved was Seth Rollins completely no-sold the entrance. While Cody's in there, he just, like, stood there stone-faced. Like, well, they show him in the one scene where he kind of, like, starts laughing at it. Uh-huh. And then he goes, like, serious, pissed-off face, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, we can talk more about Cody when we talk Raw. We'll get yeah, in more. That was more of the, the character. The more about there. what's going on with all of it and the background stuff that happened to it. But as far as that, this was, for me, a, a mania moment that I haven't seen in a long time. It was really awesome, I think, to see. You know, it would have been cool to be there live. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get many, you know, sometimes you get these mania moments. Are really, it was really a really cool mania moment. Because yeah. it felt like he walked off of the dynamite set onto Mania. Is what it felt like. It, when we get to Raw, I can't wait to talk about how they tried to recreate the rising <laughs> out of the ramp. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get more for there. So um, we'll talk more with Cody when we move on to there. Um, but great match, great finish. Uh, the right person won. It was really good. Um, then Charlotte and Ronda, which was better than I thought it was going to be. I'll say it was the best Ronda Rousey match of all time, but it still wasn't good. Yeah, it's yeah, it's better than I thought. I was glad Charlotte won and they didn't give Ronda the title mm, right too. away and all that. Then came uh, another, I think, phenomenal mania moment was was Owens and, and Stone Cold. I mean, you were you asleep for most of this? You go back and watch it. I, I saw most of it, but I did fall asleep by the end. <laughs> so did you see how it all happened? I, this is something I didn't get to see all of it. I so he was like talking shit about Stone Cold, and we didn't know if it was going to be a match or whatever. Yes. The music hits, everyone loses it because it's just so. I heard Stone the pop Cold. was like the best pop. It was the pop yeah. of the night, and but then he gets halfway down the ramp and turns around and leaves, comes out on the four wheeler. 
Okay. Rides around the ring. It's so stone cold. It just felt so good, like in a big stadium for Mania to see. And he looks great. I mean, for 57 he years does. old, yeah. he doesn't look like he missed a beat at all. Yeah. He looks better than he did last time we saw him. Yeah. yeah. He and had then a little did, bit of a gut and stuff. He did his what chance they did all that. And then it actually turned into Stone Cold Steve Austin's final match, which is crazy. Yeah. And you were witnessing his final real wrestling match. He said, I had my first wrestling match here. I'm going to have my last. And... It wasn't the most phenomenal match, but it was a stone cold match. Yeah, Stomping yeah. the mud holes, flips, all that stuff. It was a brawl. The best part of it, though, is KO tries to escape. And have you seen this video yet? KO uh, tries to escape and jumps on the four wheeler, uh, and he can't start it. Okay. So he's like panicking to try and start it. Austin comes over, clubs him over the head, <laughs> kind of like knocks him out for a minute, gets on behind him. And then floors it up the ramp, and K.O. wakes up, and he's screaming with his hands in the air. And he rides him all the way up to the screen and kind of, like, dumps him out. And then gets up, suplexes him a couple times and all that. But K.O. is fantastic. Oh, yeah. He was, like, the perfect opponent for this. I mean, he did such a great job. I saw a lot of idiots online who were like, poor KO, he had to get chomped. I'm like, do you know how much this meant to KO? I don't understand how losing to Stone Cold Steve Austin, the main event WrestleMania, he hasn't wrestled 19 years, getting chomped He's out. getting chomped. This guy <laughs> took pictures of him when he was like a teenager. Yeah. Like, this was KO's hero with Stone yeah. Cold, and you're in a segment with him. Did you, it, I, don't, I don't know if you guys even care about my Twitter, but did you see the story that he told about Stone Cold? I, I post on my Twitter. Mm-mm. There's an old, like, KO, Kevin Steen, like, shoot interview, and it's him and Jimmy Jacobs. And he's talking about how he, like, used to love playing wrestlers. He's like, I used to love playing wrestlers, and Stone Cold's my guy. And he's like, I'd play the music on my CD player. And he's like, it never would come out right. So he's like, the one day I decided I'm going to get some glass, I'm going to break it when I'm playing with my fingers. That's going to be my real thing. And he's like, he's like, I took a mug, and I was get, I threw it against the wall as hard as I could, and it was drywall, and it stuck. <laughs> and he goes, I was 17 years old, and Jimmy Jacob loses his shit about it. And I was, I saw that all weekend. So that's uh, that story, that little like video clip. That was good. great. So yeah, he won, um, and he pins him, and he stuns him, and then he drank like 38 beers. <laughs> it was pouring beer everywhere. It was a great way. The crowd was so happy that went home the way it ended, you know, and it was great. But it wouldn't be the last we get to see of Stone Cold. So we moved to night two, and um, there was a lot of nostalgia this weekend. Undertaker in the Hall of Fame the night before, which mm-hmm. we didn't talk about that at all, but his speech was great. I didn't see it. I, his, I did, I, I, it's too speech. much wrestling. It was great. I mean, his speech, I watched it while I worked. It was like 45 minutes long, uh-huh. but it was so good because he did like less. Brian Last on the Jim Cornette show said he was totally auditioned to become a, pub, a public speaker. Now. Oh, he totally is. Like, like he's totally going to be a public speaker now because he had these like points that he would talk about about like dedication, and then he would dedicate three wrestlers under that point, and he would call them out in the crowd, you know, and he would say all that stuff, and it was great. Like he would like Sean, and everyone would clap, and then he started talking about Sean. A lot of people were mad he didn't mention Mick Foley. I, I, me being, I'm annoyed by that. Yeah. A lot of people thought because Mick Foley wasn't there that maybe that's why he did. His daughter was tweeting about it all night long. I I just think that Mick Foley, you know, gave a lot of his body to put The Undertaker over. I agree. Whenever he came in as Mankind. I agree. You know, and was, and that's before the Hell in the Cell stuff. Yeah. But, like, he wrestled Undertaker a lot of nights whenever The Undertaker was the top guy there. He was there to, like. The wrestlers that he thanked were there. Like, Kane, Michaels, Mm -hmm. and Triple H, they were all there. Yeah, but. 
you can mention people, you know, like we yeah. all know. And it might be because Mick's not under Legends Con, whatever. Could be, like, there could be something there. Yeah, know. some pettiness. Yeah, but whatever. But it not was from still the Undertaker. I it was, no, it was still a phenomenal speech, and it was really good. Um, Hall of Fame was was fine. Scott Steiner didn't do anything crazy, but you know. well, I heard the what was it, Braun Stroker or Braun Stroker? Braun Stroker. <laughs> uh, Braun Braun Breaker. like, I might give the worst uh, the worst choice of my career, and I'm going to give the mic over to my uncle. And then Rick a couple <laughs> times grabbed the microphone. and was like, okay, like, calm down, you know. Told the longest Macho Man story for no reason. Who? He, Scott? Scotty Steiner told like a ten minute Macho <laughs> Man story about milking a cow and all this stuff. It was people were like, "What the fuck does this have to well, do?" He could, with talk, it? he could tell other Macho Man stories about with Stephanie. He had, he had a lot of he had a lot of stories. So, um, Taker came out that night too, did his whole entrance, mm-hmm. which the crowd loved, you know. And then the next night, of Mania kicks off with a big Triple H entrance, which again mm-hmm. popped the entire crowd. Well, yeah. And he got to do his. He soaked it all in, did well, he, the water, you know, did the whole Triple H thing, put his boots in the ring and the microphone and all that, you know, because he didn't get to retire properly, no, no. you know. And really, it's the what he can't go out any other way. Like, yeah, you know. so he did it, which I'm sure next year I think will be Triple H in the Hall of Fame. As unless, the, unless the Rock's in Hollywood. Yeah, unless yeah. the Rock's there. You know, but... So it was a good way to start it off. It was good to see him doing all that. Um, then we had the Rock Tag Team Championship match, which wasn't too bad. I really didn't have a lot of stake in this one. I don't really, I didn't really care, but... Uh, it was all right. Then they did the Gable Stevens Steveson stuff afterwards. I'm not a fan. Yeah, he's a little weird looking. He has a lot of weird tattoos. I he just didn't seem interested. <laughs> I don't like him as a person. Yeah, as a person, he's got a shady back story. Like what? He's like some rape allegations. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I didn't Which we'll go into more things that we'll talk about okay, later on. I probably. didn't know about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean I don't know. I don't really. I, I don't know nothing about this guy, so uh, we'll see. Um, what do you think about the tag match? Anything Brock stick out? For it was it was good. I like the finish. That was a cool spot. Yeah, it was a cool spot. The, the top rep RKOs and stuff. Um, then we had Bobby Lashley versus Omos. This one wasn't really that good. I'm shocked no. that Omos already got pinned. Well, it goes into Monday night. Well, I saw that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It goes into Monday. I, I thought we were never going to see him again after that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that too. But, uh, <laughs> or at least, Bo- like, let him learn. It was good. Bobby got the win, and we'll see where that goes. But we'll talk about mm-hmm. that more on Raw. Um, then we had Knoxville and Sami Zayn. <laughs> I'm just going to shake my head. This match, I'm not a fan of. Okay. I don't like this kind of silly shit. It's not really for me. But the only thing I will say is Sami Zayn did a great job with the assignment that he had. Mm-hmm. So this is a tough thing for someone to go out to do to entertain all these guys who are not professional, mm-hmm. don't know what they're doing. Sami did a great job and deserved a round of applause for the job that he did. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the crowd liked it. People were talking about it. They thought it was funny. I, I hate it. I hate that stuff. It's just, I hate that they did that to Sami Zayn. I hate that, too. I, I hate that, too. But that's the role he's in right now. And mm-hmm. Sami got his new contract, and he had to put these guys over. I wasn't a fan of it, but I am a fan of Sami and the job that Sami can do, making mm-hmm. anything look realistic. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I got to say, the commitment to this storyline was probably more than most storylines. Yeah, last I mean, they were keeping it going for a while, true. yeah. Like, if you follow Sami Zayn on Twitter, like... He, you know, he does, that's what like, I mean. Sammy does his job. Yeah. 
you know, he's a great talent and a great worker. He does his job. I kind of hope they put Sammy and Owens back together as a bad tag team because that's when they're the best is when they're Mm. together. Yeah. You know, they they, obviously have so much connection between the two of them and chemistry. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so we had that. They cleared everything out of the way, and then they did the women's four-way. I really wasn't a fan of this either. No. It was just... It's too many teams. It took so long to get. When you have these women that are not really teams, each of them all gets their own their entrance. entrance. <laughs> so it was eight fucking entrances of all these people, mm-hmm. and you're you know. Meanwhile, you can't get Balor on the card. Yeah, but exactly. you know. We well, have, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but poor you know the new day and that match didn't even make it the first night, and they got two minutes the they, second night. They got bumped. <laughs> yeah, they got bumped. That well, that was terrible. And they're wearing. The gear to support for, their friend who just got his neck Big broken e. in the right. Yeah, like. So what I was saying about those guys not being on, I saw a number on this that out of the two nights, there was forty-five minute of wrestling. promo packages. Oh, okay. Out of the seven Four. hours of wrestling or whatever yeah. it was, forty-five minutes of it was promo packaging because the WWE is so good at putting these video packages together. <laughs> they show them for two hours in the pre-show, yeah. so there's no matches on the pre-show. I don't know why you have to show these during the the event. I don't know. You're already watching it. Yeah, you're already watching it. We already know what happened. Like AEW pay per views, they just go match and match and match yeah. and match, which is great. Yeah. Why this company still feels the need to show you? I don't. Is this a Vince thing or who is this? Because they're getting yeah. out of control. And even on night two, you can tell they stopped doing them and they started showing them during the entrance. Mm-hmm. Like people were coming out, are like, "Here's what happened last week." Because they're so long. you 45 minutes, you could have had the Battle Royal on the, on the main show and both the other two belts defending. Yeah. You could have had Ricochet versus Los Lotharios. Give those guys a mania moment. You could have mm. had Balor versus Damian Priest. Give them a moment. You know what I mean? But it's so much nonsense. Some You have to watch the same video. Where you, why have a pre-show if you're just going to show it and there? The pre-show is completely worthless. At this oh, yeah. I feel like they put so much money and time into these packages. They're like, we got to get our money worth it. we mm-hmm. got to show them. The pre-shows are a joke. Pay-per-view doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't need a two-hour hype show to get some to buy something that they... They have right. to be on the network that they subscribe to to watch. Exactly. Well, I think the pre-show is on the USA Network. It was, it? yeah, it was. It was on something because I was flipping the channels, and, and it's something. on the okay. free version of Peacock. Okay. That's why they're always telling you. The, the other thing annoying about Peacock is that there's commercials during WrestleMania. Yeah. When you're paying, yeah, I got for different it. commercials than you, and that's why I got so far behind. Yeah. I, I got a different commercial package. Yeah. So <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> You got a Beaver County package. I guess so. <laughs> so we'll keep going. We talked about the New Day match already. Then we had AJ Styles versus Edge, which I really liked this match, and the crowd was dead for it. You're on day two, hour seven of wrestling? Because I'm sure if you went, you didn't buy two wrestling. I'm just going to night two or night well, some one. Some weren't able to get only. You were only able to get one night. Okay, well. Two-day packages sold out, but you probably watched it the night before yeah, yeah. in your hotel yeah. room. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I think that the thing was is the crowd, it's a different WrestleMania crowd, okay? It's people that have a lot of money and they go for the event. 
they really because Pat McAfee came after these guys and they were popping like crazy for Pat McAfee. Mm -hmm. They were cheering for That's his good. spots and the, all the things they do, just like when Logan Paul was wrestling. I really think this crowd doesn't really appreciate pure wrestling because mm -hmm. Edge and AJ was just a pure wrestling match. You know, we talked about the Briscoes and them before. Yeah, yeah. That's what these two guys did. They weren't hitting all these flying moves. It was just like holds and and wrestling moves. And I thought it was good. Did you think it was good, Brock? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the better matches. But the crowd was just like, eh, you know, we've seen these guys. There's really no reason for us to get super excited. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think that you go there for the spectacle. And, that, you know, and sometimes a regular wrestling match is the, is the lowest gear in now, the spectacle. Now, this match has a main event on Raw in, like, a town like Chicago oh, yeah. or New York or Pittsburgh. A people, smart mark town would have loved this. Would have been going nuts for yes. it. Would have been all the missed pins. They would have been going nuts for yeah. it. They would have been going nuts for I it. I agree. So it did set up that uh, Damian Priest is now like an acolyte of Edge. Which is interesting. He's going to be there. We'll talk more about Edge's group after. What are you shaking your head for? It, it just feels like it, it, the whole aesthetic is completely a ripoff of the House of Black. Well, see, we'll talk about that because I don't know if I necessarily agree. But we'll get into it on Raw. We'll get into it on Raw. Save those thoughts. You say those thoughts. So then we had Pat McAfee, which um, he did a great job. Pat's a great. Talent. I'm a mark for Pat McAfee, Pittsburgh guy. I think he, I, you know, I, I saw parts of this. I love that he's now selling the shirt of him pouring the beer into his mouth for after he got signed. Now the only <laughs> part about this, like him and Theory, was good. Austin Theory is a good talent. But me and Brock both said this. We were watching this together live. Uh -huh. When this ended, then McMahon come down. It was so long it, before it, we got to the payoff. Yeah. Like Vince came down, <laughs> and then they stared each other down. And me and Brock are like, something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Something's got to happen here. And we're like, yeah. And then like Vince takes his jacket off. Then they have an actual match. And like... Do you remember us hearing that Pat McAfee's going to wrestle Vince McMahon? We thought it was the craziest thing ever. Yeah. All the things that we heard were going to happen, happened. Yeah. yeah. So then it happens, and then, like, Theory cheats, McMahon pins him. Then they start beating him up, and I'm like, Brock, is nothing going to happen here? I'm like, Stone Cold's got to come out here, right? It went on for, like, at least five minutes. Oh, just forever. Like and then, then he's standing there, and then the best part of it is <laughs> they hit Pat McAfee's music, and they hit... Austin Theory's music and McMahon reacted like it was Austin's. <laughs> so he went, oh, and then he was like, oh, right, they fucked up. You knew he was pissed that they yes. played the wrong yes. song yet. Because then he was just like, oh, and he kind of looked at Austin Theory. Because Austin Theory was even like, why is my music on? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then finally the glass broke and we were, because even after they played the wrong music, it kind of went like another 30 seconds. And I was like, is this just going to go off? To a commercial, like what is going on? Then finally, the glass. You're like, all right, here we go. Like yeah. now we're getting into it. And he came down, stunned Austin Theory. A lot of people didn't like Theory's reaction to it. I thought it was great. Again, yeah, no one saw Scott Hall. Like Scott he, Hall, the, the Rock, Rock, everybody. everybody. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. The way he rocketed out of the ring, and, and, and then Vince McMahon took Donald Trump's title. Uh, the worst, star oh, star the worst. Ever. Did he get kicked legitimately in the nuts, and that's why he keeled over? I don't know, <laughs> but the best part of that is Austin. At that point, just started busting up. Yeah, he couldn't hold. Like him. he he did it, and then he walked away laughing, like oh whatever. And then his stunner of McAfee was hilarious. Drinking the beer, then he hit him, then he spit it out of his mouth. Because <laughs> McAfee said on his podcast. 
He's like, I wasn't told I was doing this yet. He's like, till that moment, and they were like, Stone Cold's coming out. You got to get in the ring. You're going to take a stunner. And he was like, What am I going to do? So he just came up with that. And then laid on the ground, pouring the beer in his mouth. Pat McAfee is golden. He's golden. I am legit. I'm buying that Pat McAfee shirt. It's so great. And Austin, I mean, it was great to see Austin both nights. Austin just made it, made it so great. I'm going to do our podcasting. And then we got down to. the winner-takes-all match, Reigns and Lesnar, and this match ended early also because Reigns legit got hurt. Oh, did he? He legit got hurt. Brock popped yeah. his shoulder out of socket because Reigns literally popped it back in after the match was over. Oh, my God. So the spear that he took, everyone was like, wow, Lesnar kind of went down fast. I think that Because they ended at Brock with, what, 15 minutes ago? Yeah, yeah. So we thought someone was coming out. The people mm-hmm. were like the rocks coming out. It just ended early because then Roman, after he got up from Lesnar, grabs a rope and yanks it real hard and pops his shoulder back in. Wow! And it was swelling and all that. So he's legit hurt. You could tell on Raw. I think that's also why the Raw angle with him was cut short too, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to get into it with anybody. Because yeah. what are you going to do? He's your unified champion. You can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you did you hear the rumors going around? What did you think about the small the small match that it was up till he got hurt? It was fine. It was just the it's whole a Lesnar Brock Lesnar formula finishers and kicking out is getting old. That's all Lesnar does. It's a Lesnar match. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You you can't you that's all you get is F fives, suplexes, same old same old. Now did you hear these rumors going around that Lesnar was mad that he lost that he stormed out of the arena and left and told McMahon he fucking quit and all this stuff? I don't believe any of that. Well, it's totally not true because there's all these videos of him hanging out with the talent backstage after his match. <laughs> this the, this internet persona to try and make everybody hate Brock Lesnar is so stupid. Yeah. He's not a bad guy. There's a video of him in a golf cart, and he gets out, and he has like ice on his shoulder. He gets out, and he meets an actor from Yellowstone. And he walks over, and the guy's like, holy shit, Brock Lesnar. He's like, I'm such a huge fan of yours. And he's like, me too, I love your show. And he's like, no, man, you're you're the best. And like, they take a picture together. He has Rich Holland take the picture. And then he goes over, and he like taps Rich Holland on the shoulder. And then Pete Dunne like, goes up to him, and he's like, hey. And, he ta- and Pete Dunne's like, oh, yeah, thank And then Seamus is patting him on the back, and, and he's like, an arm around Seamus. I'm like, this doesn't look like a guy that yeah. stormed out of the arena. Yeah. He's out back there hanging out yeah. with boys. You know? I think Brock knew he's losing that belt. They're not going to put yeah, that on him. he knows. He understands how it works. Yeah, yeah, he's not dumb. He's a businessman. Why would he be mad? He won the he won the Royal Rumble and won the belt twice in six months. Listen, he's not mad. He got the biggest payday, maybe after Austin. On that whole two. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like him and Austin. Yeah, Yeah. they pay him really, really well. Lesnar does really, really well. And and let's be honest. I'm not saying this to say he doesn't care about the business, but his first priority is the paycheck. Yeah, and then everything else. Yeah. And Roman's the right choice. Roman is their main star. He's it's a big story that they've been building. Mm -hmm. He's the merch mover. He's the merch mover. He has the two belts. His bloodline is the main story. Now he's going to be on Raw and SmackDown. And he's the guy. I hope they're not building towards a rock feud for a, another year, though. I I don't know at what point you have someone beat him. Who do you have beat him at this point? Well, I I have someone in mind <laughs> right you now. You even say it. Don't don't it, say it. It totally makes sense after uh. Monday Night Raw. So we'll go right into Monday Night Raw. Cody Rhodes is the next person I think should fight him at Mania next year if it's not the Rock. 
So, Cody, we'll talk about his uh, overall with WrestleMania. I thought it was a, a very entertaining show. I agree. It was good. It was good. It was one of the better matches. I didn't expect anything. I know. And it was a very good show, which, which is disappointing in the fact that they can be doing good television two times a week. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just once a year. Well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, Cody opened Raw and told the story, which I felt was really good, about his dad with the championship. And now, I listened to a lot of podcasts of what he said afterwards. And, I, you know, I don't. a lot of people are saying he betrayed fans, he did this. I think he gave a really honest answer that he grew up in the WWE. He grew up around a lot of the around there. That's where he always wanted to be. That's what he wanted. He wanted Vince to appreciate him, and Vince didn't. Just like in Drew McIntyre, where he didn't, and he left, and he went and made himself better. He developed his own brand, mm -hmm. and I think he never thought I'm ever going to be welcome back there. I think he thought that, and I think he could have easily come back and been like. Well, you know, there were some creative differences on the other side or whatever. But instead, he was like, I was trying everything I could do to get to their attention for them to want me back. I think that's a completely honest answer. I was doing everything. He said, I was doing everything I could to get noticed. And then when he finally got noticed, I mean, Vince went to his house to, like, recruit this guy. Apparently, it started through DDP is what I heard. The DDP talking to Triple H and then Vince and to him. And, I mean, he went to his house with Bruce Pritchard. They sat and talked with his family and hung out with him. I mean, he really, really wanted the whole... I think he sees the value in the guy now. And I think already the way he's marketed and the way he looks, especially if he doesn't involve his wife or his family or nightmare family stuff, I think he looks like a huge star. I think his presentation comes out like a major star that where he wants to be. I don't think I've ever seen anyone debut as four shirts on WWE Shop. No. Yeah, I think they're making him a big deal. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to speak for myself about how I feel about this whole Cody Rhodes thing. I saw... We were all in. Mm -hmm. I've been to a lot of ROH shows. I saw the... I've seen the Cody Rhodes speech enough now. Yeah. I'm now done yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Like, I saw him talk about how we got to do... Like, all this yeah. stuff. And you know what? Now I just realized... I think he's an emotional guy. It's just a promo to me now. It's not, it, you know what it is? It's not emotional because I saw you do it all these other places to get an emotion, and now you're doing it another place, and it's. What if you're just an emotional guy who speaks emotionally from the heart when you're there? You don't believe that he. I think he really believed like this company that I always. He wanted. may believe it, but he lost me as anyone that cares about his promo. Like I watched it, and I and it. It was a boy that cried wolf too much for me, and I'm always saying it for me. I see that. I, you know what I, I mean? Like I saw it. You know speeches after ROH talking about we gotta start this and the whatever. How about the all in speech that we watched and yeah. you got that whole crowd and let's be honest. But look at what those speeches did. Like that's what I mean. Like everything he did, I think those fans should be if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes and his desire to make himself better, you wouldn't have all in. You wouldn't have AEW. You wouldn't that's have what, any of that. And But it doesn't make me want to like now feel like I'm not I don't care about him. Like, I'll watch his matches, and I'm going to be honest about, like, if I like it or I don't like it. But that's, like, I watched his promo, and I felt nothing for it. His, like, fake cry, like, I just don't care. I, I, I thought it was pretty genuine. I mean, when he's talking about his dad, what, I mean, 
If your dad, I, how can anyone think that's not true? That if your dad never won the title there, but it meant so much to Dusty that he had a picture of himself holding that title, and he wanted that title, and he never got that title. How could you, I'm sure Goldust wanted to win that belt at one point for his dad. How can you not think that him saying, I want to be WWE champion one day, how can that not be a kid's dream? I think that's everyone's dream. That if you're a wrestler, maybe I just don't. He he's the callus is up for me. Like I just don't care anymore because like he gave a speech and 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 it's the same. It's been the same thing. Like I will start this that, for my dad. But that I, should mean that that's true. Then it it no it does like for me it doesn't. And I'm not going to try to force this on anybody. I'm saying this for me. I think that he's an emotional guy who speaks from the heart. That he really. Everything he's doing, he's doing for his family's legacy. So I think it was, I'm no longer wanted here, so I'm going to build this up. And I think he did it. And I think he got everybody. The thing with AEW is they needed Cody in the beginning. They no longer need Cody. I'm not even equating the AEW thing. I'm just talking about what I've seen from Cody Rhodes since he's left WWE and how much he's talked on on all of these, like he took it upon himself to do these things where he's getting the crowd riled up and fired up at the end of these yeah. shows. Like, like I just don't, I don't believe it anymore. Like I don't, I, I, I don't know. And, I, and honestly, I, I honestly, feel honestly like I, everything from by, back, but I just kind of, I feel like I've been sold a bill of goods. Like the, I honestly that, felt when I watched him Monday and I listened to him on the bump when he was on there. I watched that. I don't think I've ever believed a wrestler more. I've, I've, what do you think about it, Brock? What's your? I opinion? didn't watch any of the other stuff. I just saw what I saw on Raw. What's your input? I think he was being genuine. I do think there was some acting on top of the genuineness. Well, he is a sports entertainer. Right, exactly. But I also see where Ken's coming from because I sat through many of those ROH speeches. I've seen and a lot of them. I was at All In. I watched it. I was there live, you know. Yeah. And, and, and it is... I guess the best way to say it is a people pleaser. He he says what he thinks that the crowd wants to hear. Yeah. And like Ken said, after hearing it so many different ways in so many different places, is it genuine? So what do you think is the reason he came back to the WWE? Money. Mm-hmm. Well, he also got a bus. He gets to ride around with his family. And he gets AEW to, gave him a bus, too. Yeah. And he gets to promote, he gets to executive produce his dad's drama on, a, on A&E. Yeah, which I saw was announced the next day. Yeah, he gets um, to do that. So, like, hey, I mean, even if he came back for money, I don't blame him. Like, and I don't you know, either. I think it's. I think in the game that you're in, in the wrestling game that you're in, I think it's commendable when someone goes out when you're not wanted somewhere anymore, and you go out and you make yourself better. Then they come back and they don't just go, okay, we we'll take you back. They go. We want your whole spiel. Yeah, they bought his yeah. brand. Oh, yeah. They bought his logo. Well, you know, I don't. I don't fault any of that. Like I, just and I am think saying that to any me, wrestler, no matter who they are, like even even I think every wrestler, no matter what they say, would love to have a WrestleMania moment. I think. It's, I think it's like I being agree. in the Super Bowl. I agree. I'm not like. Please understand. Yeah. I'm not and faulting. I, and I also think. WWE is getting a lot out of this deal too. They all are. They're getting a ton of information. Oh yeah. yeah. People's contact information, when contracts are up. He was an executive for the rival company. Oh yeah. So there's that aspect of it too. So that's why a lot of this red carpet's being rolled out. We got to keep that in mind too. And really, I think that how well he gets treated is what other AEW stars are going to think they're yep. going to get treated, and I don't think that's going to happen. 
the thing that I thought also that was great about it is I think it made everyone better this week. And let me, let me explain that in that Tony Khan had to know this was happening. Yes. Because QT Marshall was at WrestleMania in the bus. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was <laughs> there, so was Aaron Solo. Okay. So was Preston Vance. A lot of these guys and Cody's friends, family, they yeah. were there. So they had to know Cody was going there all together. Yeah. So in order, you know, WWE brings us out. It's a great moment. People are loving it. Tony Khan books FTR and the Young Bucks too for Dynamite. Yeah, I don't think that match happens if they don't know that. Like WWE was all in the news with Cody, and I think it, I think I think that to like one, to, to stop you one thing, I don't think you see Samoa Joe on ROH. Neither do I, unless you know that the the coat like you know what I mean. Like I think, and it's that's like, why when these fans are <coughs> bitching about Cody doing this, I'm like. Look at the wrestling world. It was on top of the world this week. Like, and it's making yeah. everybody better. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, it's and, a Monday Night War. And, yeah. And, and, and play, I'm not shitting on... I'm talking about me. I don't find him genuine anymore. And I just don't... And I just and not, it turns me off on him. That's why when I said but in the I'm not like burning his cards and shit. When I said in the beginning about, the t- about an opponent for Roman, that's why to me, like... There needs to be a story that leads up to why someone dethrones Roman. And right now, no one has one. So when Cody came out and gave that promo, it's the first person in WWE that has the beginning of a journey. Because everyone else is just like, which McIntyre is, well, he's supposed to be the champ. Whatever. Roman, for how big he is, Mm -hmm. needs an underdog that someone's like, well, why is Lesnar? Well, Lesnar just won. We've seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen McIntyre versus him. We've seen Lashley versus him. So what's what's big enough? If they can't, I mean, maybe they'll want The Rock. But if they can't get The Rock in Hollywood, Cody should no, be nowhere near around Roman for a year. Yeah. And if he has feuds and then maybe wins the Rumble that's yep. and goes right into like, the promo I did a year ago that I'm doing this for my father. Yeah. To me, that's a storyline to headline WrestleMania, and that's and that's fine. I just will root for Roman Reigns. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it, it, it's fitting into that that like you know, and it's not gonna. And I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't want it. Like I don't want it to just be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, like here, I I liked Cody when he was in the WWE the first round. I was a big. I like Stardust a lot. What he did when he first went to ROH, I enjoyed watching him. When I would watch ROH, I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked him at the beginning of AEW. I wanted him to be the first champion. Yeah, I me mean, too. I was on record saying I'm mad that Cody's not the first champion. We all hated the fact that he didn't have a championship. That it didn't so- go. That it went to Jericho, but Jericho's because a WWE yeah. guy. And then I watched that pay-per-view with you. I pulled for Cody to beat Jericho. Yeah, and then I hated that stipulation. But then everything, the way they allowed him to book himself with, like, the Brandy and the Nightmare family and all this shit, yeah. he got annoying. And well, he got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm sick of him on TV. I think what happened was I think that it got so bad that Tony Khan had to pull his, his creative stuff away. Right, right, and the, right. Which is, the I think, the, the problem he has with Tony that so they need to I part think ways. now yeah. under Vince, who's not going to let the Nightmare family show up and all that, yeah. when he returned at Mania... I remembered the Cody from 2019 that I liked. And I was like, oh, I remember I like this guy. I like yeah. this entrance. I like the way he is. And I'm on board. I mean, 
I'm a Cody can... That was a ladder, a step ladder with a, a carpet around it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you see his entrance is like he has to come up out of a box, yeah. Jim Cornette style? Yeah. But the, the Monday Night Raw where it just cuts to him and it's his head. Yeah, because <laughs> like, he head. wasn't in the box all the way. Yeah. He wasn't in the box all the way. Yeah. Isn't that a pretty crazy that Triple H was one of the last people to see him before he like went on stage? Uh, at, 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 and he told Triple H there, you've always been my favorite wrestler. And, and like, and because remember the throne breaker oh and all that stuff yeah. that he did. You know, I'm sure there was. A, I can't wait to watch the 24 seven Cody Rhodes uh, yeah. mania thing because those are always well produced. Yeah, to see him in the back talking to people. You know, I what do you think QT Marshall was like on that bus? Like, can I come work here? <laughs> what is QT Marshall going to do? There? Do they want to hire me? I'll do something. You know, no brandy. No, she was no the Art movie. Anderson coming out with him walking slow with a clipboard, you know. The Waffle House menu. Yeah, House <laughs> menu. And then what Rollins came out, shook his hand with his pink suit on, which makes me think. I don't know. I don't He's got a few with Rollins for a while. Rollins will say, "You never, I never got to prepare for you." They'll have some matches. They'll do stuff. Mm-hmm. Either that, or they're turning Rollins good. Yeah, they'll have stuff there. I was really hoping that Cody would turn heel and they'd be like a. I was hoping for that, too. Yeah, he's a major face here, though, yeah. right now. Now, when they cut to the picture with four shirts, I was like, what the fuck? I now, was like... <laughs> Jim Cornette brought up a good point about Cody. No. He said... He did. The crowd that... We talked about the WrestleMania crowd. Yeah. And the way they were these... They love everything fans. Yeah. He was in front of that crowd to pop for yeah. him. On Raw, he's in front of that same kind of crowd. Mania yeah. hangover yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see his reaction... When he goes to Chicago, oh, when he's he goes to New York, I can't. You know, he, he's now, du- go- maybe WWE fans that are there, but if there's ones that are AEW loyalists that go to WWE shows, there may be some booing, some booing, <laughs> some booing. You know, Kablooey. I'll boo the shit out of them. <laughs> well, I hate you, but um, <laughs> it seems like the only everyone on most of the AEW people were pretty supportive, except for the Young Bucks. I think that's a work. You think that's a work? I don't know. Yeah. Kenny didn't say anything. The Bucks changed their profile page to like take a shot at him. But well, like, they do that to everybody. Though. But like, like every, a lot yeah, of other people were work. tweeting and were you know, even CM Punk said so happy for everybody this weekend. Everybody yeah. did really good this week. CM, you know, he has some class. He knows what he's doing out yeah. there. You know, I uh, I don't I, and I'm just gonna go back to it like. Just my thoughts. It got, I, I love the moment. I was so excited. I watched it multiple times. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a Cody I, Mark now. I'm sorry. I, you're I love just it. a WWE Mark. That's uh, all it is. Well, Every time you, you, it's. I get told I'm an, a smart Mark. You're the exact. Here's mark. the thing I'll say. I, I never said smart Mark. If you admit no, to being an, an AEW Mark, I'll admit to being a WWE Mark. I don't need to admit it because I just like good wrestling. See, you, that's all you needed to say. So you just said I'm a w, I'm an AEW mark. Yeah, I'm more of a WWE mark because it's been my thing that I've loved since I was a kid. It's hard for me to put, and I watch AEW and I like it because AEW's filled with WWE talent. But um, oh my god, <laughs> I mean they, the first AEW guy they, they fucking they're gonna put the strap the belt or the rocket to him, put, give him the belt. Cody is a WWE guy, not a. Oh, here we go. Guy. Yeah, he's bored into being a WWE. It's different. Star but yeah, Dust. I like him. Well, when he did his Stardust 
thing in the ring. It was fantastic. It was fa- um, it was fantastic. But I I support AEW and I like their stuff. I don't shit on a. Here's the thing. I don't shit on AEW as much as you shit on the WWE. You don't like them at all anymore. After like you won't even watch uh, their stuff anymore. Yeah, because as a consumer, I control how I want to spend my dollars towards companies I don't believe are ethical and I don't believe are doing business that I would like to see it. So I am not... Well, that's a whole nother debate. We exactly. Yeah, so problem. I could... Uh, same reason I don't buy certain, like, you know, whatever right. I... Over the counter. That's why I don't pay for I'm, stuff. I, I, I will fully admit, I mark more for WWE stuff because it's... That's fine. It's always been something I like and... But I am an AEW fan and I support their all their programs. I watch them, mm-hmm. but they are annoying sometimes. <laughs> we will talk we'll, about we'll, the Hardys we'll, match. We'll get to that. So, um, the rest of the show, just a couple quick notes of things. Um... How terrible is Elias? And that's, that's not Elias. It's Ezekiel. That's his, Elias' little brother. brother. He looks like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> if you put a leather jacket on him, he could be in like a Dice Clay movie. <laughs> he looks just like Andrew Dice Clay from from the game. It is shocking how much uh, you know Elias' little brother. What is that that they put him in? Pink Ezekiel? shorts and Ezekiel and all that. Yeah, Ezekiel so is where's Ko shorts? was funny. They were just like Elias. <laughs> But so that's what that's what creative came up with after a year for this guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Breaker won the back the NXT title. I think they just didn't let him win it so Dolph could have a mania win. I think that was a little something to Dolph. And then yeah. Breaker then they, and they it. debuted the new belt last night. The new belt. I I didn't think everybody always expects like NXT stars to be called up the night after mania, but now they're on there all the time. Yeah, so it doesn't, so really, it doesn't it's really not a play. thing anymore. MVP turned on things so. Almost needs MVP. Yes. Because he mm-hmm. needs a mouthpiece because he's horrible. Yes. So that's not bad for him. But Here's me going to talk shit on WB. They had the Hurt business that was so good, and they just fucked it all up. Yeah, they did fuck they, it all they up. They did. That, was a that could have been a great stable. And yeah, they fucked it, it all. They screwed those two guys over. Yeah. I don't know. It was so over, too. And they yeah. were a heel group. Yeah. Remember yeah. when they destroyed Raw Underground? They just went in there and beat everybody up. And Everyone loved it. Raw Underground yeah. again. You have GCW stars wearing Hurt Business shirt. But anyways. No, I agree. They should have kept that going. So let's talk about Edge and Damian Priest. Um, One of the things I've heard is that Rhea Ripley is going to be in this group, which I think you can kind of tell by her promo on Monday because Mm -hmm. she's like disgruntled with losing. I think that's, and I think she's a perfect fit for Mm -hmm. hanging out with Edge. I don't know why more stables don't add a woman. There's multiple women's titles. Yes. If you want to be like belt collectors and stuff like that, you need a woman's champion. Yeah, and I think yeah. she's a perfect fit. And I also the Why other is ru- Naomi in the bloodline. The other yes. rumor is Champa's <laughs> going to be in his group, which I think is another good fit too. What's the point? I didn't see. I I, I stopped watching Raw right when that started. I went to bed. Damian Priest. It's like it's kind of like Edge is sick of fans now, and he's like this dark brooding guy. It's not really like. The brood. Like it's not really like the House of Black where they're like evil magic powers, okay. but you know it is they're dark. Not evil, but the aesthetic is the same. They sit in a dark room with a spotlight on Edge, wearing suits. Wearing yeah, suits. but you know Edge was Ministry of Darkness and Brood and all that dark he shit. Never wore a suit. Thank you. Man. Yeah, he wears a suit now, and, and I, I I think it's good for Damian Priest. I think it'll help him being with yeah. Edge and learning from Edge. I think it'll help younger talent. But it. You can't admit that you have to admit that that is yeah yeah it, obviously it looks like aesthetically looks similar to it yeah I, I enjoyed Brody King on Twitter and it said if you order the House of Black from Wish dot com and it was yeah. <laughs> it was Edge and Damian Priest and people got all mad at him he's well, like yeah, was everybody was arguing on that but anyway um, 
being that it's the WWE and the way they handle groups, I don't have a lot of faith in it to start with because yeah. they or we just talked about the hurt business. Priest will turn on them in three weeks. But yeah. you have an opportunity. I I think Edge is really good in this role, and I think you should fill it with younger guys around him that need a boost and women I like Rhea. I would put Rhea and Liv in with them both yeah. and not break them up. Maybe Liv will be the one that joins. And I would put them all in there and, and have a, a stable Liv. Edge, I think that would be great. They should have, what they should do is have Rhea and then her recruiting Liv to, yeah. to like bring her over to the dark side. But you never know what to expect because it's, next week they could just be broken up or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's something different, and I like. We always say we want something different. I like when there's something different. We're seeing something. And some, I like groups. Some new, some new storylines, some different stuff. I'm a big fan of stables. Yes. So we'll see where I was that goes. My fish, sorry. That's what I was saying. It's, we need to take a beta fish or a guppy brain. Um, then we had Roman come out, and it was very brief again because I think he's injured, and that's huge if he's injured badly. Um, so we don't know where that's going to go. They'll be able to cover it. He shouldn't have to wrestle for a while. He can have. Yeah. I think this if he's really injured and like out for a while, I think this is the perfect opportunity to bring in someone else and there to also fight for him right now whether it's the other uso from nxt or yes make something up you need another member of the bloodline there's so, so many people they could bring in i know so we'll see what they do there he's gonna what's t- manu doing these days yeah find someone <laughs> remember he was in legacy for one day yes but i was surprised that they haven't debuted a new belt yet unless it's going to happen on smackdown because he was just carrying both of them and mm-hmm. on their on their page, he's just listed twice. So that tells me that maybe it could be like when Becky had them both, that mm-hmm. eventually she loses one. Yeah, that's probably But they called him the unit, and they're not just calling them both. They're calling them the WWE Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Like it's a new mm-hmm. title, but it didn't change yeah. anywhere else. Well, I heard that I saw pictures that it might be an all gold, like, like you know, black. Tacky looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was it, covering all that. The final wrap up was. A little bit of NXT stuff where I was surprised they made Gunther, Walter, and Breaker fight already for the title because it was a really entertaining match between the two of them. Walter's in great shape. She's lost a ton of weight. But they already like did it already. There was no build yeah, to it. No build to that. And, and, and I would be surprised if Gunther gets called up, and just because I think they're trying to clean up all these remnants of old NXT and NXT UK. Yeah, and uh, he looks great. He's in really good shape. Yeah, he's a talented guy. Mm-hmm. But very believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what they're oh, doing. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai won the belts off them at San and Delivered and instantly lost two days later. Yeah, <laughs> just like last time. I don't. Well, last time they lost an hour later, yeah. so I don't yeah. know what that was. <laughs> uh, but what about this MSK Nash Carter story going around? This Goodbye. Is, <laughs> yeah. Um, there must be something to it because the allegations have been around a while. For them to just straight up let him go after winning the titles. Yeah. I think that something to it. I did you see the Hitler picture that came out with him? No. So there's a picture of him doing the Hail Hitler sign with a Hitler mustache. That his wife, uh, his ex wife uh, threw out on Twitter and I think that's what got him to go. Yeah. I mean, how many how long did allegations there's a lot of people that have allegation, Gable Stevenson included, Mm -hmm. that have a job there. Um, but I think once you get into that realm it's just uh 
you know, they have mm-hmm. to really insulate. So that ties. his poor partner. I mean, I don't know what they have the belts. I don't know what happens to this guy. There was a third member of that team in Impact. I wonder if he's available. It'd be kind of funny if they just plugged him in and called it, or just hire someone, put someone <laughs> new into that role, and start calling it MSK. Yeah. He uh, that guy that's in uh, Impact is uh, he's their X Division champ, I think. Oh yeah, he ain't going anywhere then. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so let's move into uh, that was all the WWE stuff. We'll move into Dynamite now. Um, so the show opened with Cage versus Adam Cole, Christian Cage, the mascot for the Dino team. <laughs> but what did you two think of this? I like this match a lot. That was good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Like it was, uh, it was a good starting. Uh, Christian's you know. a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he can still go. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's good. At least Cole kind of won clean. Yeah. Yeah, for a heel, we got a good heel victory. But then we had an afterbirth, as they call it, afterwards. And, um, <laughs> what do you mean afterbirth? Jim Cornette always calls it an afterbirth. And if there's a something after in an AEW match, like, there's always an afterbirth, which usually there is. Um, uh, I even forget what this one was. Hang Red, Red Dragon came, came down, down, Hangman came down. Yeah, they all ran off. And doing another Texas death match. I don't understand why they have to do another Texas death match. Because they're going to be in Texas. Yeah, but I mean, he just did one with with Lance Archer like a month ago. Like, I, Yeah, but he's real mad at him. So these specialty them. matches in AEW mean nothing because they do them too often. Yeah, he has a lot of these. I and mean, this is just another thing where Hangman's going to bleed like crazy and... They're gonna be so bloody and crazy. You know, mm. I don't really care for that, but I don't know why we have to have another Texas. Just because you're in Texas, you have to have a Texas death match. Well, they need to pop ratings because of Adam or because of Cody. They're, this is them trying this to. This is on them. ramp. It's gonna be on a live rampage. rampage. Yeah. Next Friday. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we had the the dynamite debut of Samoa Joe, which I like Samoa Joe, but I'm I, I love Max Caster. I don't know why this guy just keep taking he's L's. He's to the stars. He's Christian Cage from. He is so entertaining. That rap was hilarious. It was fantastic. It was so good. I mean, oh, it was so great. Well, I like that Max Caster is trending after that match, and Samoa Joe isn't. He goes, "You're welcome for getting the rub." You know, like I mean, when he said about Joe's face, he's just like. You know, like so annoying. They said, "Well, we beat you. You were their champion." I mean, yeah. he's he's Max Caster is golden. Yeah, I really wish he would get some push. I know his partner is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. That's why he's wrestling singles. But I'm tired of everybody flattening this guy. Like who makes a debut? Here's the thing: the crowd's getting behind him too. Or like, they like him. They he's, like, he's entertaining, man. They got yeah. lightning in a bottle there with that guy. Yeah, and he's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Just do something with him. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we had a new. <laughs> Jr. was on a roll with stupid things he was saying here. So when I've, I'll be honest, I've learned to tune Jr. out. When, I don't know when what this he says segment anymore. starts with Sean Spears at the beginning of the of the ramp, Jr. is going on on. Oh, this looks new. What do you get a new set? Is this new? The lights are new. This look like you're not supposed to talk about everything happening. <laughs> like you're allowed to just let the entrance play <laughs> no. and and but like Jr. never shuts up. Never. And then. No. I, 
It's such... Those three are so goofy anymore. I feel like they're out of control. <laughs> they forget that Tony Schiavone's not supposed to be there when he's there. Did you catch that one? Because no. he's in the back again. You know, he's always everywhere. And then Tony Schiavone says something. They were like, oh, yeah, Tony came back right away. Tony's back. And I'm like, yeah, because you, you, you fucked up here. He wasn't supposed to be back. That's here. why they need to Get a new interviewer, yeah. for Christ's sakes. Didn't they have a couple a couple weeks ago? They never saw him again. Where's Marvez? Woman. Where's Marvez? Yeah. Yeah. Where's Marvez is fine. Where's Big Show? Where's Mark Henry? Where's Mark, Mark Henry. Henry. Guarantee if Mark Henry's doing his interviews, it'll quit being everybody jumping everybody. Yeah. It'll be a lot safer. That's what they need to start talking about. They do. Well, JR always talks about it. He goes, most dangerous place in the world is our backstage here, apparently. Yeah. So because he Sean, knows it's ridiculous. Sean Spears fought Sean Dean, and I could have cared less about anything going on here. The only thing he cared about was the the ending with Wardlow. Well, Wardlow's showing up again, and he's beating up jobbers again. He gets pushed out. They need to. He needs to get closer to MJF. It's to not going to happen for a while. It needs. This is what it's going to be. Like he always makes it through that first wave of security, <laughs> and then gets to the uh, where the fifteen guys surround them. You know, but just get your hands on Sean Spears already. Um, what do we have next in? Next in, Sean we, Dean won though. The Sean Dean won the captain. He's the captain. And he's going to fight MJF on Friday. Yeah. They're really doing a push for this Friday night. Friday's time. getting a lot more attention yeah. though, but they already filmed this one for mm. Friday. They okay, like a rampage. Um, you had a little promo with the best friends again. Trent's mad at Wheeler Yuta, and be. Chuck made his pants for him and all that stuff. Yeah. You still sleep on our couch, you know? But <laughs> yeah, it did all that. Um, I think Chuck and Trent are going to turn heel, and it'll be or you to go. I don't know what you do with. with uh, then you the, had the the pudding gang, the pudding gang, <laughs> and then you had what's the new game? The Brooklyn Brawler gang or the the Blackpool Bullet Club? <laughs> the, what are they called? The Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club. They had a promo in the back, and it's so weird because like Moxley's talking, and Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniels is standing there, yeah. like staring at him. I miss Brian Danielson Hill promos. I want to see more of those. They were one of the better the, th the better things on TV. Oh, they were fantastic. And he just stands there kind of smirking. Oh, Mox is going to kill somebody. Um, then we had Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. And this was dumb to me, too. What? Kingston threw a TV. That's why it was broke back there. Yeah, they had to they, talk they about had, all They night. beat them up and ran them off. And then came down and cut what I thought was a rather boring Eddie Kingston promo. He's been better than that. It was yeah. Mike Santana is awful when he talks. They shouldn't let they shouldn't let Rob talk that much. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think anything of this? There's just more that nonsense. What about Ortiz? He didn't say much. He just stood there like Ortiz is more likable. He's got, more, he's got way more charisma. Yeah, he's got way more charisma. And you know what? He's more believable because he doesn't run around and he's all crazy. Then he gets to the mic and he yeah, gives you the crazy eyes. Yeah. Then we had another promo with Jay Cargill, who is so mad at Tony Schiavone, I don't know why. In the middle of Tony Schiavone asking a question, she just goes, Tony, cut the crap. And I was like, what did he do? He didn't do anything. Uh, cut the shit, Tony, is what she said. Every time she has a promo, I laugh out loud at something she says. And I'm like, what are you mad at Tony Schiavone for? All he did was ask you a question. I know it's bad, but every time she's on, I'm entertained. Because oh, it's, I'm not entertained. I'm annoyed every time she's 
MMA loser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And his WWE cast-offs. And she's got just a hot chick section now with fat guys in it, too. Did you notice that? There's, yes. There's, like, one big guy, and like, oh, this should be on this podcast. And then it's a whole bunch of, like, models. And now Marina Sh- Maria Shafir is the problem. That's what was her indie name, too. Well, like, you have the professor, and you have the problem. All these badass women, they all have to have... I'm the I'm the professor. I'm the that's problem. Cargill's the problem solver. Yeah, she's the problem solver. Yeah, hey, did you realize that this is pro wrestling and everything? But he's got to give it. I could care less about Maria Shafir uh, or any of those girls, to be honest with you. It's because you don't like women's wrestling. No, well, I like I like I like good women. I like Tony Storm. I'm glad Tony's there. I like I think her and Jamie Hayter will be a good feud. Yeah, it'll be good. I, I like that. I, I like s- Tony. I hope they do push Tony more. I think she's a good talent. I saw. I great- just don't like Jay Cargill. I think that she's a good. I think that she shouldn't talk. She's just so stupid sounding. She's gonna only get better if she does has these entertaining promos. I guess. Whatever happened to Ruby Soho? I don't know what happened to her. I know she was on Dark for a while. Ruby uh, kind of lost the luster. I think that there's just she lost. You know, she needs to go away for a little yeah. bit and then come back. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they don't do that with Storm, but we'll see. I saw a great tweet that said, "Oh, I'm surprised all these guys want to see Jamie Hader and Tony Storm wrestle each other." <laughs> yeah, surprised people were shocked by that. Yeah. Huh? Um. Then we had an awful tables match. This is the worst thing I've seen on AEW in a long, this not was a, a long time. This was this a disaster. I think that the Jeff Hardy, whatever they're doing, is not working. This Hardy Boys version is really bad. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this was so... They screwed... I don't, I don't even know in the beginning why they had to say... You have to. It has to be an offensive move to get you through the table. Well, you know it is. It's in case Jeff Hardy botches and falls through a table. And because that, the best thing ever exactly. about tables matches is when a guy goes to hit a spot and then the person moves and he goes through the table and like he loses that way. Instead, then Hardy went through a table right away, which I didn't think was on purpose. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, he's in. It's an offensive Wait, move." And then Jr. didn't know what it was. He was so confused because he was like, "That didn't count. Oh, it's not an offensive move. No, it's good." And then Excalibur's. Exp- I'm like, "This is the shits. Yeah, this is a pile of shit in the in the middle of this show." Well, WWE has that rule too. They just never shoved it down our throat. Yeah, they were like saying it over and over and over and well, over. I really think because they were afraid that there was going to be the, what happened. Oh, God, and then dude. what I don't understand is how the the rule is. It's an elimination tag. Ta- like, here's what happens. Here's what I think happened. Someone played the WWE 2K video game table match where you do eliminations and it's cool because it's like, but then the person, <laughs> the, the computer forces the other guy away. When there's no rules and the other guy can just come back and, like, that's still a four and four, and the guy that got eliminated can put the other guy through the table for the win, yeah. it makes no fucking sense. The guy that got eliminated put the other guy through, yeah, it was a mess. It was they a should mess. have never said it was elimination. Yes. Yeah, it was a mess. Because it, the one that, the, the first tables match between the Dudleys and Hardys, they both had to go through the table, but the other guy was still in the match. Yeah. You just had to put both members of the team through a table. You weren't yeah. eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, the, but they kept saying, like, oh, well, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. Like, nobody knows the rules of yes. this match, including the announcers. Yeah, if the, the announcers are clueless. If the announcers who are supposed to explain to us the rules of the match don't understand <laughs> the match, then don't fucking put on the Because I think Tony in their ear doesn't understand the match either. Yeah. And he was a little confused by what, it was just confusion all around. This version of the Hardys is bad. Yes. Bad Hardys back. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's bad. Who Hardy? 
Fat, Fat Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matt Hardy. He's I like Matt Hardy. I, I like him more than Jeff in this situation right now. Jeff looks a mess. Yes. Um, well, I'm sure they're letting him do whatever he wants. If you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's hopefully. Then you had Sheeta versus Julia Hart, and I really skipped a lot of this. What? You didn't see the greatest Julia Hart heel turn ever? Did she turn heel? She threw a jacket and told the the, uh, the, yeah, the she threw her. Or she told him to go to the back. Yeah. And Jr. was like, I don't think I've ever seen someone send their managers or their friends to the back, but it happened on ROH. Oh, did it? Someone that came out with a manager. Oh, whoever came out with Chavo. Who debuted oh. as his manager? Was it Bandino? Was Char? Yeah, oh, Chavo Bandino, was Bandino's was manager. manager. Uh-huh. And in the middle of the match, Bandino told him to leave and uh, fired him. Uh, he was hired right before the match, and he fired him mid-match. If you're noticing too, Julia Hart's starting to get lines on the uh, from underneath. It's starting to poke out from her eye patch. Yeah, she's getting scared. Mm, I saw that. Yeah. So then we got to the best part of this show, which was the Young Bucks and FTR part two. And uh, yeah, it was it was really good, highly entertaining. Mm-hmm. That was very good. I didn't think it was as good as the as the Briscoes, but it was good. Um, yeah, so I'm sure there's going to be a part three. Oh yeah, they each but have a win now. Boy, you know. it's been a year between these matches, which yeah. I'm fine with. It's been it. Longer than that, hasn't it? Maybe a year and a half. Yeah, maybe longer than yeah, a year ago. Right now, they, they, they were, were. Don't forget, they were in Jericho purgatory for a while. Uh, yeah, they were, like a year ago. Now they were in the pinnacle fighting with Jericho. And so all it that. might be a year and a half. Then. <laughs> it was Jericho a while. Purgatory, like so many others. Yep. So they did a good job, and and uh, it ended well. Good finish. I like the false finish. Tease first, and then the uh, the move for the win. FTR is good, and it didn't get crazy. No, no, it stayed. It stayed a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Is is the what craziest thing is when Matt Jackson took off his headband, so you can see his receding hairline. Yeah. Oh mm. boy, that receding hairline. He's gonna have to pull a Trent and just shave that shit eventually. Yeah. That, that's gonna be a hair versus whatever. Yeah, match. it's just got to come off at some point because it's really getting bad. Yeah. Poor guy. I know what it's like to lose your hair. Brock does too. It sucks. Yeah. Especially when you have long hair like that. Yeah. You know, so you can wear the bandana, be Hogan for a while, but if that bandana he should, he falls should off. Just keep going, Hogan. I mean, this is what I think it gets heat. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do me a favor, Don? Can you tell Brock the story about the Facebook comments in this match? Yes. So. <laughs> Last night after this match was over, I was on an AEW forum on Facebook. Of course. <laughs> and I just was reading it, and someone made a comment and said, uh, see, this is why the Young Bucks are great, because they put talent over. They're not worried about themselves. They put talent over. And all you people that said they never would. And I said, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm sure there's going to be a part three, because that's money. It's, it's more money to make a part three, and then... I would say that they probably get that third and final win uh, just because I think they'll be in charge of most of it. And I left it at that, and I went to bed. Well, I woke up in the morning, and I look, and I see that Ken commented on it. Oh, boy. And Ken said, uh, whatever, like you know anything about tag team wrestling, why don't you go watch a lame WWE tag team match? And I responded back, and I said, oh, shut up. I don't care what you have to say. I'll fight with you later or whatever. And then the person went like, I'm not going to fight with you. Or Ken's like, I'm not going to fight with you, buddy. You know, whatever. And I was like, I'm telling you right now, the Bucks get that third win. And when it happens, uh, I'm going to, you're going to buy me dinner for the next five Thursday nights. So this Ken goes, 
I'm not buying you fucking dinner, you idiot. Why the hell would I buy you dinner on a Thursday? And I'm like, because that's when we hang out or something. I'm like, whatever. I was like, you know what? Don't even come down today. I don't even want to see you. He was like, what the fuck are you talking about, you dumb shit? And we're going back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. And I'm like, oh, you're so annoying. And like all this fighting. Finally, this other guy comes in and goes, uh, guys, I think this Don guy thinks he knows you but the other guy's confused so then i look this guy's last name instead of frederick was f-r like e-d-h-r-i-k it's like ken friedrich it was so close to frederick the whole entire time it's not ken at all he had no idea it was happening he had no idea i was fighting with him at all he was at work. This it's, is the third time I've read this story, and it's just as good. <laughs> I clicked on the guy's picture. He's like this scrawny little nerdy dude. And then I panicked. I was like, oh, my God. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> so I went up, and I deleted my whole copy. Of course you did. Which I should have left it, because then we could have read it again and laughed at it. But I, like, panicked. I, I, it was like the first thing I did when I woke up. I just looked at my phone, and I was like, Oh, this fucking ass bothered me already. And got into this fight talking about, you're going to buy me dinner. This guy was like, I'm not buying you dinner, you weirdo. I would never buy you dinner. I'm like, what? Now I want to just go after trolls and just be like, you're coming to my house on Tuesday and you're making me fucking dinner. Oh, shit. Oh, fantastic. I know. What amazing. Idiot, huh? It's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. So when the sh- let's do run down the ratings then, and we'll go real quick here. For the first time ever, from doing this wrestling show, Royce. everyone's ratings was up. Oh, okay. It's WrestleMania week. SmackDown went from two point one to two point three. Rampage went from four twenty five to four fifty six. Not great numbers, but a little bump. Raw went from one point nine to two point one, highest they've had in a while. Yeah. NXT went up a little bit, 626 to 631. And Dynamite went from 979 to 989. 10,000 more. Didn't hit the million mark, which I was surprised with that advertising the Bucks and FTR. They didn't get a million for that. But no CM Punk was advertised. Mm-hmm. So, But everybody was in the plus. First time ever. Hopefully it's the start of better things to come in the whole industry. And mm-hmm. a rising tide lifts all boats. So. There you go. Right. So that's it. That was a long one, but that was a lot to cover. We'll see how this all plays out next week. Ken, take us out. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a great evening. Yeah.